Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay, daughter of Christ, wife, mom, brand, and social media specialist, strategist, and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith, I help you create an irresistible brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media in the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities, and develop simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Talking all things faith, family, life, business, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. Okay. I know I always say that I'm super excited to talk to people, but I am really excited to talk to my girl Gabby today because y'all, I am just, I love her. I love her. She's like one of my friends and I just, I'm so honored that she took the time out of her crazy busy life to just sit down and have this conversation with me today so we can share it with you. So Gabby, I guarantee you, you're a part of her family known as the Gab fam. If you follow her on Instagram, not only is she an Instagram influencer, she's a YouTuber a fitness and fashion guru, as well as the CEO and founder of Assist Her Agency. Her and her team give overwhelmed female online coaches, myself, (laughs) back time and mental real estate so that both themselves and their businesses can grow and thrive. And today we're talking all things about getting shit done. Trust me, you want to listen in to this conversation. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Well, I am so excited to connect with you and finally, finally have this conversation. I swear we've been trying to have this conversation now a couple of times, but we're here. We're here. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Oh, you're so welcome. We're making it happen. So for those of you that might not, you know, be on the Gab and Whitney train here. We met on Clubhouse and we've kind of built a relationship moving forward. And I just love that um, we've become friends. I love watching you and watching what you're doing. Like you've created an amazing brand for yourself and it's just super awesome to watch, but we're going to talk all about it. Okay. But there's one thing I want to know. I want to know something about you that most people don't know, like something totally off the wall. (laughs) I mean, I feel like there's not a whole lot. Like, I feel like I have everything out there. God, I have I think, such boring guests. I'm I know, <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, I could say things like, I don't know. Like, I no, I don't even have. I've moved like ten times between like the ages of like twelve to sixteen. If that's interesting, yeah, but like other than actually, that, like a lot. I feel like everything's been pretty much out there. So mm-hmm. I know I'm boring. I'm so sorry that I'm so boring. No, you're not boring at all. I think it's, I think that's okay. I mean, I do, I, there are, I think there's been like one person that absolutely shocked me and I can't even remember what she told me, but, um, moving's a lot. It's funny that you mentioned that specifically because I was actually talking to my husband about it the other day. I've lived in Texas now for eight years and Mm -hmm. I've moved 11 times. So I know, right. It's just like, I'm done. 
Yeah. I'm done with it. Like I'm, I'm just done. And here I am moved again, just this <laughs> past like week. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was just about to say, you just added another move. To I that know. Account. I just need to, I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> the first step submitting it. Right. All right. So let's talk about you and your brand and kind of what you've done. So you tell me a little bit more about what you do, like explain what you do as your company. And because I feel like you have your company, but then you also have your influencer self. Um, how does that all come together? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So a lot of people think that I just do the influencing side of things. Like they Mm -hmm. think that's what pays my bills. That's all that I need to do. And I'm like, that's actually like a side thing that I never really thought about monetizing. So there's the personal brand, which is, you know, Gabrielle Tongle. I like to call everyone my Gab fam over there. Um, and then I own a marketing and virtual assisting agency called assist her agency. Um, that one's a little bit brand new, but I have been in that field since I was like 18. Um, so on the business side of things, I've been a social media manager since, like I said, I was 18. I worked for corporate, um, didn't like who I worked for. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go start my own thing. Um, and then, so I was a solo team member forever. And then as of December, 2020, I started a sister agency and that's when I brought on team members. And now we're a full on agency with four full-time team members. And it's pretty crazy that within the year, um, we've built, you know, what we've built together. And I just, it's, it's so crazy to me that that's just where we're at. So that's what I do as like my career, I guess you could say. Um, so there's that. And then the personal side of things, um, I kind of became like an accidental influencer. I've been on Instagram since like 2013. So like way before everyone started influencing, um, my main intention with that was just to document my fitness journey. I had just moved to Calgary from Edmonton and Instagram just kind of started to be a thing. And I was like, you know what? Like I like posting, you know, my fitness progress or whatever. Over time, I, you know, started to get into bodybuilding. And so that's how like my Instagram kind of picked up is because I was sharing my fitness journey and, you know, the transformation was pretty crazy, especially when I got into competing. Um, and then that's when I got my first sponsorship, first sponsorship, um, with a supplement company, that supplement company is how I became a social media manager because they saw my social media and they're like, how about you manage a social media for, um, the company as well. So that's kind of how my career started. So that's why whenever I reflect on my journey, I'll always thank fitness for Mm -hmm. getting me to where I am today in so many ways, not just like, you know, my, you know, fitness and the well-being and stuff like that. But from there, it just kind of like spiraled. And I started doing like active reviews. I started to really enjoy content creating, like with photos and, and stuff like that. And that's just kind of where the whole personal brand started. And now I've been working with companies like Buff Bunny Collection, um, And it's just been so crazy that like what the world is like now with influencing and like how it's actually a job. Like I actually need to claim taxes on it now. Like it's so insane to me, but, um, yeah, that's kind of how I created the two brands, I guess you could say. Um, like I said, I think the biggest thing with the the personal brand though, it would just never was my intention, but it's so cool that because I was just open with my journey, I've now connected with so many individuals on a different level and they do choose to support me, um, you know, when it comes to brand sponsorships and stuff. So, um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. And I feel like I just have a bunch of internet best friends now that I'm like hoping to meet someday. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love it. I mean, because let's be real influencing it is, it's a job. Like a lot of people can look at it as, Oh, she's just taking the pretty pictures and she's just posting the things, but no, it's a freaking job. Y'all creating content is no easy (laughs) task, right? Let alone for yourself, but then now managing other people in a team and a company and an agency. Right. So 
what does an average day look like for you? I mean, I get this question all the time and I hate answering it. So I figured I'd pass it off to somebody like you. Um, honestly, a lot of it is like, you know, agency work, like that's always going to be number one for me because obviously I now have responsibilities of my team members and stuff and clients. And I want to make sure they're taken care of. So most of my day is agency work. However, I do, you know, pop into my stories on my personal brand and just check in with everybody, you know, sharing like random things throughout my day and just connecting with everyone through the DMS and stuff. Um, so, I mean, when it comes to the personal brand, it's more like just sharing personal things that happen throughout my day and just connecting with individuals. Um, also just showing up, you know, consistently and stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of different with influencing where it's not like my full-time thing. Like I really only have my ongoing partnership with Buff Bunny collection. So thankfully with them, they're more like a launch based company. So say if we're in a launch week, like what I was just in last week, that's a little bit crazy because on top of agency work, there's also creating the YouTube video. There's also creating, you know, the stories for answering questions about sizing and stuff. And so that is like an extra like 40 hours on top of my week where I need to like dedicate that. Um, so honestly, I have a pretty good balance between the two, which is nice. And I mean, I'm glad that like my gap fam really understands that like what I do on that side is really like a side thing. Um, so I really just, I time block a lot. That's for sure. I definitely need to have certain times of my day where I'm doing something specific. Um, what's also helped me too, is just like dedicating different days for different work. So like, for example, Mondays and Wednesdays are very call heavy days. Um, Fridays are more for things like this, where I want to do extra things. Um, like, you know, this podcast, Testing recording with you, personal appointments. And then like Tuesday, Thursdays, more of like admin stuff, creative days to do like all the TikToks and reels. So like really time blocking my week um, has helped me so much in managing everything. Um, so that's kind of how I manage it all. Honestly, people ask me that all the time. They're like, how do you do everything that you do? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know, still figuring out how I do it. Um, but I mean, we're here and I honestly couldn't have been doing it without everybody that supports me and obviously my team and everything like that as well. So definitely, like you said at the beginning, influencing is a full-time job on top of our full-time jobs. Yeah. I, I get, that is the one question I get asked all the time because I, when you learn how to not only automate your business and you as a manager know, like scheduling out content. Um, so you are, you are able to show up in all the places and be all the things. And to somebody that just can't grasp like how that all logistically works together to them. It's like, how are you doing all of this? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you having a blog and a podcast and all these posts show up on social media all within the same day, but yet you're a mom and you're at home and I see you with your kid. Like, who are you? (laughs) I get this. I get asked that too all the time, but Mm -hmm. you're right. And I think one of the key things that you said is exactly what I do. And that's block scheduling. When I learned the power of block scheduling, it completely changed my life. Like, Oh, a a simple to-do list, like actually putting that on my calendar as blocked off periods of time. So anybody that's listening that heard not only Gab say that, but me mentioning it right now, like such a powerful tool, learn how to do it. Like it'll completely change. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's, it was definitely something hard to address at first. Cause like, I'm so mm-hmm. used to switching off my hats all the time, but then I found I wasn't as efficient with my time. I was constantly mm-hmm. changing, you know, what part of my brain am I using? And so by having specific days for specific tasks allowed me to be like more laser focused in rather than switching off all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's helped me so, so much and strongly encouraged it for so many people. And it also helped in my relationship too, actually, because then 
you know, my significant other knew like, you know, Mondays and Wednesdays, she's in calls all day. Like she, you know, I probably won't hear from her much until the end kind of thing, you know? So it really helped those around me understand my schedule too. So like, if people want to go have lunch or something, like, I'm like, no, I really can't do Mondays and Wednesdays, you know? So it kind of makes life easier to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just, you get so much more done because like I said, like getting ready, I only have to get ready on like Thursdays when I'm filming all day. Right. So like, it's, it's amazing thing of like what, being organized and just structured mm-hmm. can do. I know it's not for everybody, but it is a life changing thing for those who are multifaceted like myself. So, um, yeah. definitely well, especially, encourage- especially people that do calls. That was the biggest yeah. thing for me because I was like, well, when are you free? Well, when right. are you available? So I was taking calls all throughout the week yeah. and I was not, it, it's almost like you start a task, but wait, I got to pause, do this yeah, call and I'll get back to it. So it. you're not fully in the creative mode, right? Exactly. So I do the same thing. I have set days for certain things and I just get so much more done. So, yeah. so I feel like we could have a full blown podcast on all that, which we might have to do. We like, might need to. Yeah. Too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. Cause everybody has a different journey, right? We kind mm-hmm. of got a little preview of how you got into the world of influencing and, um, owning your agency, but do you have like a pivotal moment or a breakthrough moment in your career that like was really kind of like an aha or a wake up moment for you that you would think there was two. I think there was two. Um, like I said, when I was being a social media manager for that supplement company, I had realized that I didn't like who I was working for. And I was like, I need to change this. Like I should be able to change this. Um, but I still want to do what I love. And so that's when I started to be an entrepreneur, quote unquote, I never really embraced that title until this year, to be very honest with you, just because mm. I was like, oh, I'm doing something, making money. Like I'm getting by. I mean, I was only 18. Like I, and like, I don't have anyone in my family who's really like entrepreneur, start your own business kind of thing that I like, you know, look up to or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. so it was very new to me and even to my family, like they definitely questioned it. They're like, you're leaving a corporate job where you have benefits and like health insurance and everything like that for, social media, like that makes zero sense. Um, so that was one is like, I think that really pushed me to just like challenge myself and just try something different. Um, and it worked, you know, it worked for five years of being on my own and just kind of trial and error, which is great. But the pivotal moment for me to shift into an agency and have a team was when I started to not have enough time in a day. I was working 12, 15 hours, things were slipping through the cracks. My performance with my clients was not the same anymore. And I just knew something was like something needed to change or else like I need to change my job. Like I need to go to corporate again or something like that. Um, so when I had lost a client and she knows that she's fully responsible for this pivot, um, when I lost her as a client, it made me realize that I can't do it all sometimes and that's okay. So that's how I pivoted into being the agency now that we are. And it was honestly one of the best things that's ever happened to me because had that not happened, I wouldn't have realized like you can do it all to a certain extent, but you shouldn't do it all, all the time, especially if you want to grow and scale. And like, for me, I know I'm still young. Um, like I'm turning 26 next month, so I'm still young, but like, I start, like I've started to really think about my future and like, you know, how is this going to be a job full time, like going forward when I want to start a family and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So I knew that that's kind of where I had to really shift my business. And this year, like I said, now having the team, I really had to step into more of that CEO role, um, which has been so scary, so challenging. And like, you just feel so clueless, but like you are doing the damn thing. Um, but yeah, I think those were my two like 
really big pivotal moments. And it's funny that you said aha moment, because that's what a sister agency stands for is like your aha moment. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, no, that's kind of the two biggest things where I'm like, you know, if things really need to change when it comes to the personal side of things though, I think that's always just been something that I do for fun and just genuinely wanting to connect with women who feel like I'm literally like one of their best friends who just get it. Um, Mm -hmm. so for that, I think it just every year just gets better connecting with so many individuals over there. So thankfully that's kind of more of my, like, not so stressful and always needing to think about the logistics of it. So, um, yeah, that's like the longest answer possible, but no, it's okay. I love it because I mean, I think entrepreneurship in its entirety, you need to be open to pivot at any point because let's be real entrepreneurship in itself is a pivot. It's just like every year can be something new. And it's just like you get another curveball or you get another client maybe that inquires about, well, if you do this for me, are you able to do this? And it makes Mm -hmm. you think, well, is that a service that we could possibly add on? And if so, what does that look like? So now you're pivoting in another direction, but it's a, it's a great direction. It's an expansion. So I think that's what entrepreneurship is all about, but it's the people that are resistant to pivot or change that really struggle, you know, I definitely um, resisted for a long time. Like definitely. I was like, no, there's no way someone can do this better than me. There's no way that someone can help me with this. Only I can do it. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of funny that now I literally tell like our clients, like I've been there, I get it. And like, I can totally relate. So like I can really be in their shoes, which is nice. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I always, I've said this so many times, especially on clubhouse when I was on there more, um, I always have said, in order to get to somewhere you want to be, you have to do things you've never done before, which I think couldn't be more true. Um, in a sense that like, yeah, things are going to seem really scary. Things are going to seem very uncertain, but like, unless you give it a try, like you're just truly never going to know. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, no, I'm very thankful for all the ups and downs that I've been through because without it, I don't think I'd be the person I am today. Like I always say that. Um, and I just think that everything in life teaches you something at least, even if it doesn't go well at all, like it teaches you something that you can apply to somewhere else in your life down the road. Yeah. 100%. I love that. Mm -hmm. Love it. I love it. Okay. So you work predominantly with women, um, and helping them simplify their life. So where do you see most entrepreneurs struggling? Like what is the one thing people come? I know I came to you, I came to you and I was like, I don't have enough time in my day. (laughs) So where do you see entrepreneurs really struggling? What's the one thing that you Honestly, that's exactly it. It's like, they just don't have enough time in the day to juggle everything. And it's just letting go. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest struggle that all of us can agree on is like letting go of things is Mm -hmm. probably the hardest thing because it's your baby, right? For the most of us, we own our own business. So delegating out to somebody is a huge risk to take because, you know, it's your name on the line. It's, it's just everything you've worked so hard on. So I think that's the biggest struggle that everyone comes across And obviously there's all like, you know, bad experiences too that you'll have. So, I mean, that's where even more resistance comes from, but I think it's trying to do everything yourself because you think only you can do it when really, if you were to write things down of like what actually needs your mind, your physical body versus what can be taught, it's like a really big list between the two, you know? So I think that's the biggest struggle that a lot of people come um, across. And I think also just like, just being in their own head and not having someone to kind of like go back and forth with and just thinking that like, you know, they need to perfect something in order to do something and just like not having someone say like, no, like, you know, getting it done is better than having it perfect kind of thing. But definitely the biggest one is just time is like what everyone kind of runs out of. So, um, that's the biggest struggle that I find. 
that was, that was my biggest problem, you know, it yeah. was the time, but it was my biggest hang up. And I'm sure there's people that are listening that are also here too, is like, I, I do have graphic design experience. I do have website design mm-hmm. experience. I have no problem writing captions and copy. I come from a family of editors. So technically I can be you and can do, do it all, all the yeah. things, right? Yeah. So it's like, hiring somebody to fill those spaces where I think I already do it pretty damn good. You know, it's just like, you have to really impress me because it's going to take a lot to impress me. So that was my biggest hang up was Mm -hmm. actually letting somebody do what I thought I could do the best, you know? And that's not me being cocky. It's just somebody like, I know my style, you know? Mm -hmm. So once I w- was able to start letting those reins go, um, little by little, it-, it does become easier. So all I can say is y- y'all, if you're listening, you need to talk with Gabs because I'm telling <laughs> you, it's people like her that really, it might take a minute for yeah. the the communication to get on the same page, you know, 100%. and for, for you as an agency to understand the clients, you know, design their aesthetic, their, their brand. But once it's there and once you all are communicating on the same wavelength, like, oh my God, there's yeah. so much awesomeness that can come out of that. Yeah. No, I tell a lot of our clients, like in the beginning, like honestly, the first month is probably the hardest because you mm-hmm. feel like it's more work for you to teach how to do something. You're still triple checking things because you are learning to let go. And so I think as long as, you know, whoever anyone outsources anything to having that communication with yourself and the service provider that like, you know, the first month is really like, let's get our shit together. Let's figure out our system. Mm -hmm. Let's figure out our flow. And then from there, it's a lot easier. So, I mean, there's been so many clients where like in the beginning, they're just so like, Oh, I feel like this is more work than actually me just doing it. But really it's like, give patience, give grace that like, we're all trying to just figure out how this ecosystem really works. Um, so I think that's the one thing from the service provider perspective for people to remember is that, um, when you are beginning to outsource that there is a little bit of a, a time there where it's going to feel like it's more work, but I promise like in the end it pays off so, so well. Um, and so, yeah, I love that you mentioned that. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Okay. So I want to know, I'm sure this is another question you get asked all the time, but what are your must have go-to platforms to, um, like run your business? Obviously I'll always say Instagram because that's where it all started. Mm -hmm. Obviously Instagram has changed a lot since 2013. Um, but what's actually kind of funny is that my old business when I was by myself was called social B. I never had a website, never had a social media, never had like anything. I'd had no marketing. It was all through word of mouth and referrals. Mm -hmm. So whenever this question comes up, like, yeah, I love my Instagram. Yeah. I love you know, I don't even know what else I love. I really just love Instagram. Honestly, you have any like organizational tools or things? Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Let, let me, like let me talk about that. Actually. I'm thinking like, like, okay, wait, let's go a little I'm bit. I'm thinking deeper. of everything social media, but I'm like, wait a minute. No, there's other platforms that I definitely ride or die with. Um, yeah. click up is hands down my favorite. If people have watched me over on a sister agency, I talk about click up every damn day. It has changed my life, um, for both my personal side and the agency and just as a team. So if you guys don't have any sort of project management tool, whether that's click up a sauna or whatever it might be, highly recommend that you get that. Even if you are a one person team, I think that's the one thing that would have changed my career in the beginning is if I had a project management tool, I honestly was just using my notebooks, my daily planners or whatever, but having everything in one platform 
that you can refer to and like backtrack on is like a game changer. Um, just so then you're not like, you know, going back in your notes and everything like that. So definitely having a project management tool is huge, but I by far favor ClickUp over everything else. Um, and then another one is Slack without Slack. Mm-hmm. I could not communicate with everyone. I can't do group text, WhatsApp, whatever, like I've tried but Slack is like a favorite. I know there's Discord too, which is very similar. I still haven't gone around to moving over to Discord for whatever reason. Um, but I think some sort of communication platform is huge for people who do have small teams or work with contractors and stuff. Like, um, it's just really, it's a lot better than email. Obviously emails, it's so hard to scroll back on threads sometimes. Um, but then also having it in text message or WhatsApp messages is kind of like, it's kind of messy, you know? So you always want to have it kind of all organized. That's my thing is like, just keep it all in one place is like the best thing to do. Um, so they're definitely my top two favorite platforms that, um, we personally use. Obviously we also like to use Canva as well. I mean, I think everyone loves Canva for design. Um, And then another one that's kind of useful for a lot of people is Airtable. Airtable is another great um, platform to use. It's kind of like a beefed up Excel sheet kind of platform. So I know a lot of people do enjoy that one. So those would be my top platforms for sure when it comes to like running um, the business. I also reread that it says running the business. It's not like marketing the business. So we can talk about that in the beginning. Uh, Well, I'm curious what... um, I didn't think about this until you were talking. What about email email marketing? Do you use a certain service for email marketing that you prefer? we actually don't do any email marketing. I never have. Um, so yeah, no, we don't actually do that, but, um, some of our clients do use email marketing tools and I like ConvertKit more Mm -hmm. active campaign. Those are probably the top two that a lot of people use. Um, Mm -hmm. they just seem like the most user-friendly and just like work the best for a lot of people. Um, same with like online courses. We help a lot of people with online courses. Um, the top two are Thinkific or Kajabi. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Kajabi is good because it has everything like you can do your, your email marketing and stuff in there, but it is quite expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do know that a lot of people teeter totter between Kajabi and Thinkific. Some people dab into like Podia or Teachable as well, but I would say the most common ones that a lot of our clients use is either Thinkific or Kajabi. Yeah, I was on I was on Kajabi, a wonderful platform. But I think that if you already have a website and you already have like some other features, it is quite pricey. Mm -hmm. Um, so I actually transferred from Kajabi to Thinkific and I love Thinkific. I I just, it's so easy and the price is just perfect. Um, email marketing for me, I use Flowdesk. I was with ConvertKit for a while. Um, but my subscriber list grew substantially and with that, so did the price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Flowdesk, I got locked in and grandfathered into their um, pricing and still their pricing right now is very, very, very reasonable. Um, nice. So yeah, I would... And it's beautiful. I love like the... I'm, you know, like aesthetically. Yeah, aesthetic. I, yeah, I just want like things to look pretty and I love yeah. Flowdesk. So, all right, there you guys have it. Tons of tools. Like seriously, I can guarantee you that people are like writing all these down in their notes and I'm yeah. going to apologize ahead of time because you're going to end up trying all these things and waste so much of your time. (laughs) No, they will be time savers at the end of the day. Trust me. All right. So, okay. When it comes to communicating brand messaging, okay. Across your social media, what would you say are the most important points to hit and focus on? Um, 
I mean, obviously I feel like, I feel like we all hear this when we ask about like, how do you, you know, convey your branding and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, but I think the common thread between a sister agency and my personal brand that I always try to get across is like, I get you, I've been there. Mm -hmm. Um, and really just resonating with my ideal customer or audience is just understanding that like, I literally have been exactly where you are right now. And I want you to know that I understand and I've been through it. I've gotten past it and I'm here to help you get past it too. And so, um, I don't know if that's directly the answer to your question, but that is a common thread that I always highlight when I talk about either our services on a sister agency or, you know, um, you know, talking about, clothing or talking about my fitness journey or mental health or whatever on my personal brand. It's always that I just want people to know that like, I get it. And I think that's what really connects a lot of people to what I have to say on both sides is that like, they're like, you, you literally are in my head. And I think that's Mm -hmm. like the biggest thing is that it's a lot easier to connect to, you know, your, um, audience when like you've actually been there. So that's, that's my one thing. No, you hit the nail on the head. I think, I think now more so than ever, um, people want to see the person behind the brand. Whereas years ago it was, you know, the brand, the company, the brand, the company, it was almost like, cliche, not cliche. That's not the word I'm looking for, but it was almost like you don't show the persons behind the brand right. because that's getting too personal. Right. Yeah. But now social media has taken us down this road of, no, we do want to see the mess. We, mm-hmm. we do want to see the struggles. We do want to see the, you know, that you're not the perfect brand and you guys do make mistakes and all these things. So I think it's really important that if you are a brand, even if you're a large company, I mean, I think of Gary V too. I mean, and all these other big name brands that have created huge companies, um, even Jasmine star, mm-hmm. they are still the faces behind their brand. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't necessarily that person, then I feel like you need to have a team or a social media team that has no problem showing up as that yeah. person for your brand. So I think you're absolutely right. I love that. I love that. Okay. So now I want to know what you're working on. Like what's something right now that Gabs is working on that you're super excited about. I've been seeing all of your buff bunny collective stuff and I'm yeah. like, you know, um, honestly, I'm not working on a specific project in particular that I'm like mm. super excited about. I think I'm just excited to continue to learn and to grow, um, and to just try new things, especially when it comes to the agency side, like coming up on our anniversary here soon. Like it's just so crazy what we've done in the last year. And I'm just so excited for what's to come next year and just always refining, you know, ourselves internally and, you know, our marketing and just everything like that. Like, it's just so exciting to know that this was our first year, like, where are we going to be in two years? And so I think that is the project that I'm most excited about. And like, I'm working towards things like wanting to employ like my mom on the team and stuff and like stuff like that is like, what I think I'm most excited for is just the growth and just learning more. Um, when it comes to the personal brand, I really want to be better on there. And that's kind of why the agency is structured the way it is so that I can get more time back for me to focus more on that because I genuinely do like, I love obviously like being able to monetize that personal brand is great. Like no one's going to say like, that's not great, but I think it's just so cool that strangers online feel so comfortable with talking to me about things that like, I would never think that I would be talking about to them or like literally freaking out about a sports bra fitting so great for us, like bigger chested girls. Like, I think that's so fun. And I wish I had more time to like connect more and like create more content that like girls can like, um, 
relate more to. Cause I know when people get to know me, they're like, I like, I get you on so many levels, like we're the same human. And I want to show that more and more on my actual feed on the personal brand stuff. So I think I'm excited to pivot a little bit more over there too, just mm-hmm. so I can continue to make more connections over there because it's just so fun. I've always been such a social person. So like connecting mm-hmm. with everyone on the internet is really cool. Um, so yeah. I think that's kind of what I'm most excited about is just like growth is like the biggest mm-hmm. thing and just like learning. So like I said, the CEO role is definitely a role that I think all of us can, you know, relate to being like, we just didn't know what all that all entailed. There's no handbook to like tell you what to expect. There's no handbook to tell you what's right or wrong. And so I think as much as it's scary, it's so cool and like fun. Um, yeah. So I think that's all that I'm really excited for, like just kind of moving into, you know, the last bit of this year and obviously the next year coming up so quickly here, but um, that's all that I have kind of like in the works, but um Yeah. That is exciting. Okay. I'm going to ask you something that you probably aren't prepared for, but it's not, you're going to be, well, you can totally agree with me or disagree with me. No, you're fine. So I'm curious because like, because of social media and because of like the influencer life, um, I know we all have like in-person human friends, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but let's be real Gavs. Like how many virtual friends do you have? Like, do you have tons of, because I have tons of virtual friends and like, I talk about these people to my husband and he's like, I've never met this person. I'm like, yeah, neither have I, but (laughs) I'm just telling you the story. And he's like, you do have more virtual friends than inhuman, like face-to-face friends. And it made me sit back and think like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's honestly, it's so true. Um, I'm this exact same, honestly, sometimes I'm like hanging out with my boyfriend and I'm like, I really don't have any friends. And he's like, what are you talking about? You have all these friends that you talk to on like Instagram or like FaceTime or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but like in person, like, I feel like I don't see that many in person. So I can totally relate with you on that sense. And I think it's just, it's crazy how we are able to build such strong connections with humans without actually meeting them. Like, I think that's yeah. so great. It's also a little bit scary to be honest yeah. with you, but I mean, that's what like zoom and FaceTime is for to like actually see people face to face and like not get mm-hmm. like, you know, um, catfished or anything like that. But like, yeah. I think it's so interesting that that's how it works now is that we Mm -hmm. are able to make these connections. And I mean, you know, the pandemic obviously hasn't made it any easier for all of us to meet in person, but I know that the day that we are able to all meet in person, it's going to be absolutely amazing. I know that when I was traveling before everything happened, um, meeting all these internet friends was so cool. And it was just like, it's like, you knew that person already, Mm -hmm. even though you're just meeting. And I think that's one of the coolest relationships to have. I mean, what's nice is that even this locally, like meeting, you know, Gab fam members and stuff like yeah, that. I think yeah. it's so like, it's just crazy. Cause they're like, I know you, but I don't know you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, same. I know you too. But like, I don't know you either. I wonder if this is what like pen pals felt like back kind in the of. day, you know, yeah. like, but they never saw each other's faces, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I figured I'd throw that in there because it'd be- No, no, no. I'm totally with you. And I'm glad I'm not alone because sometimes I'm like, wow, that's kind of sad that I have more friends through my phone and my computer versus in person. I'm going to have to have like a virtual wedding or something like that. So I can have all like the bridesmaids and stuff on there. Right. Well, what's her name from clubhouse had, um, like the first clubhouse wedding. It was like, really? on yeah, it was like a real thing. Um, oh my gosh. I can't even remember her name, but she's a, she's like a big person. Like she's got millions of followers on Instagram, but anyways, 
Um, so now I want to, I want to just leave with these two things. Like the first one I want to know, like what's one walk away tip that you would give subscribers, um, to, you know, my podcast or that are going to be watching in other places. What's one tip that you would give them. And then two, I want to know where we can like hang out with you. Where are you showing up online and where can we find all of your stuff? For sure. I think the one thing that stays very like close to me through the day-to-day life is just knowing that like every season has its reason. I'm such a firm believer on that, that like, we might not know it now. We might not know it for a couple of years, but like everything that we go through is for a reason for that. Um, another one that's really close to me is the serenity prayer. Um, it's God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And that one was actually my first tattoo when I was 16. And it's like something that really, really stays like, you know, really close to me. Um, so I'm just, I'm just huge on that. And I never was, but I think that we're all so quick to be so reactive to everything that happens in our life. And like, especially when it's a negative thing. And I think just really taking a step back to understand why something is happening and turning it as much as possible into a positive situation is just kind of how I see life these days. And I honestly think that's why, even with everything that I've been through in life, that's why I kind of am the way that I am is just because I've been able to really remove myself from the situation sometimes and just look at it bigger picture. So I think for everyone out there, whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, whatever you are, or any, anything that you are, I think really thinking about that quote just day to day is like something really important. Um, so that you can get through the tough times and the good times too. Yeah. Um, and then for the, the second part of your question to hang out with me, I'm just, usually I'm just on Instagram. Uh, you can find my <laughs> personal one, which is Gabrielle T Tongle. And then for a sister agency, it's just assist her agency. Um, I'm more on Gabrielle T Tongle. That's for sure. I'm deaf. It's that's another thing. Juggling two social media is very mm-hmm. difficult, especially when you're the front face of both. It's like, what do I post over here? What do I post mm-hmm. over there? Like, I don't know if you have that issue, but like, I mean, you kind of have your personal one together though. Now I feel I do, but I have like the podcast one right. too. So, and the only reason I wanted to do the podcast one is because I only wanted podcast episodes. And for, yeah. But mm-hmm. then, you know, there's been a huge part of me that's like, do I just bring it all together mm-hmm. and into one? I don't know. I'm still kind of battling with that a little bit because. Yeah. I just don't know what I want to do because you're right. Managing two of them is difficult, especially, especially when they can both go together. So, so well, you know, it's like, why am I even showing up in these two places when literally I could merge them and it would be no problem. Mm -hmm. Um, but there is still the problem that you think of in the back of your head. Like I like the separation. So I Honestly, get it. Yeah. I need to keep mine separated though, because the audience is totally different. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. Like I said, because I need to show up on both. I'm like, what, I'm going to show my coffee on like both stories. And then like, <laughs> I'm going to like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. what do I do? But I mean, that's, always, that's another thing that just will always come up for me is just like figuring that out. But you know, that's where everyone can hang out with me. I uh, always love just chatting in the DMS and stuff like that. And just keeping up with what everyone's doing. Hopefully I'll get back into clubhouse someday, but for right now I'll stick to just Instagram because that's all I can manage with all the time that I have. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And one last thing I want to ask you in regards to your agency, you know, just for people that are listening, what exactly, I mean, what exactly does your agency offer and how can you help? How can you help somebody like me? 
<laughs> so we're a little bit different in the sense that we're not your typical agency model where like we match make you with somebody. Um, basically what you're doing is you're paying for four girls instead of one to be your right hand team to help you with anything from um, admin, virtual assisting services, online business management, project management, online course creation, graphic design. We literally do a lot of wide variety things, but that's what I wanted the agency to be is basically me, but in an agency model. So I'm someone who obviously can do a lot of different things. And I've always been someone like, if I don't know how to do it, I'll learn how to do it. So um, when I was picking my team members, I made sure that we all had our own expertise. So then together we can come and just support a client in all ways possible. Obviously there's some things that are, you know, not in our scope, but it is nice. And clients have said that many times after um, another is just saying like, it's nice that although we started in admin, like now you're helping me with graphic design or now you're helping me project manage this launch. And it's just cool that you can keep it all in one. And that's the thing too, is like, personally for me, I didn't like having to, you know, have many different contractors for so many different things and communicating different meetings and like trying to say what he said, she said. And so when it's all internal with our agency, it's kind of nice because we all talk to each other, like all the time. So that's kind of the agency model and how we can help people. One of our, probably our two most common things that a lot of people come to us for is graphic design for like ongoing social media content, ebooks, stuff like that. Um, and then click up setups obviously is like our favorite and just managing that for people. Um, is like our top two things. So yeah, that's a little bit about our agency. People still get confused even after I could like explain they're like, how do you guys do all this? And it's like, that's been the question that people ask me for like years. And it's just something that I had to keep with me even when I did build the agency. So yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much. So much value in this conversation. Thank today. you. I had fun just kind of chatting about everything. It was really cool. And like you said earlier, this is definitely something long overdue and we might have to do like a part two to this talking about like more of like the time management and all that stuff. Being oh my God. We're going to have to probably have a series. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, stay no, tuned. for sure. Well, thank you so much, Whitney. I really, really appreciate it. I hope everyone enjoys this episode and uh, I can't wait to listen back to it myself. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Uno Moss podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Head on over to Apple iTunes and leave us your review. We love hearing back from you and what you're liking best by listening to this podcast. And if you are wanting to elevate your brand, position yourself successfully in an online space and increase your profits, then head on over to socialsavvyinfluencer.com and see how you can connect and get involved with me even more. I look forward to Uno Mas podcast next week. Mm-hmm.